I love entrepreneurs. You know, it's never too late to change your career. Did you know that Stephen King, yeah, him, he used to be a janitor. And Walt Disney used to be a newspaper editor when there were newspapers. He was fired for, quote, not having enough imagination. Can you believe that? I wonder what his boss felt once like Snow White and Mickey Mouse came out. And get this, Pope Francis, could you imagine? He was a bouncer for nightclubs. Well, welcome to Kim Commando Explains. And in this episode, I'm going to be speaking with one man who made a big pivot in his career. Joel Kotcher left the tech world to make health supplements. It's not like this was a teeny tiny change. Let me tell you, in the tech world, he was a big cheese. He was the big dog. He was a big kahuna. You get my point. He spent 25 years as a senior leader, I'm talking about CEOs level, of companies that raked in billions of dollars in revenue. He was the president at Dell Computer for seven years. That's just one of his many former jobs. Let me put it this way. There are a lot of big titles and big tech names on his LinkedIn page. And all that piqued my interest. I mean, how does somebody go from high tech to healthy foods? And so in this episode, I chat with Joel about how he made the change, why he made the change, and what he's doing with his passion to help people stay healthy. We're going to be talking about tech and science, and there are a lot of key lessons here you can apply to your life. Coming up is a great conversation that I had with Joel that you don't want to miss. It's Kim Commando Explains, and I'm in conversation with human CEO, Joel Kotcher. So, Joel, when we look at your background, okay, you were the president of Dell Computer, the CEO and chairman of Micron Electronics, the chairman and CEO of Web.com and Interland. Okay. And then you got into the human nutrition business. What the heck happened? Did you get, like, tired of computers or what? Oh, gee, I've never been asked that question before. Okay, so it it was a pretty radical shift, you know, but it's actually pretty simple. You know, you have this mirage your entire career. I certainly had it, which was, hey, retire, retire, retire early, retire early. That is like the biggest mirage on the planet. (laughs) So I hated my life, you know, when I had loved my life, my whole life. Right. So I was looking for a new mission. I'm a mission guy. So I just happened to go to this investor presentation, the Nobel Prize laureate for the discovery of this crazy molecule called nitric oxide, you know, had started this program at the University of Texas where they were trying to figure out how to eradicate the number one killer of human beings in the world, not great white sharks. It was uh, cardiovascular disease, but they failed, you know, because they were trying to find a drug solution, essentially, and the answer lies in food. You know, you got to give nature credit, mother nature credit. She she already had the answer for the number one killer of human beings. But the problems associated with food are so um, significant that drug companies want nothing to do with it. So, you know, it's how do you deliver it in a concentrated way because it's highly inefficient? How do you deliver it in every single dose and look a consumer in the face and say, hey, this actually works? So we struck a deal with the University of Texas, much like Gatorade struck a deal with the University of Florida, and we had an exclusive arrangement for this patented technology to bring it to market. So that's what we've done. We've done it. You know, food is thy medicine. And we're going to talk more about that, more about human end. But I want to know more about you first. Okay. So 
Was there an interest in heart disease, cardiovascular? Were you concerned that something might happen to you? Was there a trigger point where you said, you know what, I we really need to get, I, I you know, personally, I loved running Dell. I loved Micron. I loved web.com, but this is now a passion project. Okay. So really, gosh, you're good at this. I can already tell. <laughs> um, so it really was a uber frustration that I didn't feel the same anymore. Uh, I have five boys. Okay. And I've been an athlete my entire life. And I'm like, why do I feel so bad? I'm 50 years old. I'm not now, but when we mm-hmm. started the company, I was 50 years old. Why is this all slipping away? Why do I not feel the same? This is, this is bad. So what I learned was the wicked health problem is that, you know, like many other things, uh, this nitric oxide molecule um, that delivers cardiovascular health, essentially, it's foundational to cardiovascular health, is, is declines over time in your body. So it was real easy for me to get passionate about this. I was like, I want to stay in the game. Right. That's who I am. I'm a game player. I'm a, I'm a competitor. Um, I live on the scoreboard. I live through the scoreboard. So How old were the kids then? So they were high school and college. I have uh, three of my five kids, collegiate athletes, another an army ranger. You know, it, it was just very clear. And we're competitive. You know, that's the that's. Who we OK, are. so this was so not was like this was not the family sitting on the couch, you know, eating Cheetos oh. and playing video oh games. <laughs> I mean, we we compete at who can breathe the most efficiently. <laughs> I mean, we, 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 we competed. Every and now what about your wife? Is she an athlete, too? She was. She was a uh, she was an iconic tennis player. Um, so, yeah, she's very competitive. She was. One of the first uh, executives to break the glass ceiling for females in the technology industry. I mean, yes, we were competitive. And so when you were running all these companies and these are high stress situations, Mm -hmm. I mean, like I said, the president of Dell, president of Micron, president of Web.com. I mean, were you the quintessential guy who was working like, you know, 50, 60 hours a week? Uh, North. Really? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, Dell, in the time I was there, I went there when it was a very small company. You know, we went from less than 100 million to fortune, you know, two or 300. I don't remember in seven years. So it was around the clock, seven by 24. And people, you know, everybody in the tech industry did that, Kim. I mean, it was everybody. I did it. I remember doing that. Yeah, of course you do. Yeah. I mean, what were we doing? (laughs) We were out to change the world, yes. which is the com. By the way, which is the common denominator between what I had done and what I'm doing now. You know, it's like, man, you're on a mission, and you're on a mission to change the world. You don't change the world in 40 hours a week. I'm sorry, but it just doesn't work that way. Now, you know, I'm going to digress just to a different direction right now because you just mentioned something that's really interesting to me, and I've been trying to figure this out myself. Is this 40 hour a work week? You know, and now now we're all in this post pandemic, even though we're still in a pandemic and people just don't really want to come to work anymore. I mean, they they really like working out of their homes. And I understand that. I mean, Mm -hmm. uh, it is a lot easier. 
You don't have to go someplace. You don't have to worry about lunch. You don't have to do your hair, your makeup. You could sit there in your yoga pants, even though you haven't never even done yoga, but that's the casual work. What are you finding in your business right now? I'm finding a couple of things. I learned and I'm a learner. I, I don't think you can win in the technology business if you're not a learner. You know, in a business of fast change, fast change is the business. So when you think about it, it was like, I learned, right? And what, here's what I learned. I learned that in individual tasks, people are more efficient working from home. I would have never believed it, but I believe it now. But in collaboration and collaborative tasks, no. You, you, you can't, and I think just about anybody that was being honest would tell you you can't do that from home. So our approach to this has been, first of all, you can never go back. Uh, going back is not an option. No. That's not how you progress. That's not how you innovate. So we're not going back. Well, it, the workforce model has changed forever. We acknowledge that. But going forward, we need to find the right blend of being optimally effective and efficient at working from home and improving people's uh, personal lifestyles and balancing that against better uh, and needed you know, collaboration uh, working in the office. So where we landed was not shocking. I mean, it was a mixed model, you know, two days in the office, three days at home. You know, I tried that Monday, Wednesday, Friday in the studios. Okay. And uh, Tuesday, Thursday at home. And I don't know, maybe it's just my folks, they are, (laughs) but they, but they really prefer being at home five days a week. And, and when they were here on Tuesday, Thursday, so many people were afraid of like, who's got vaccinated, who's not, am I going to catch this as a Delta variant? Is it this variant? You know, whatever it may be, is that even though they were here in the office, and I have this fabulous team. I probably have the best team that I've ever had in the history of running this company. I mean, no doubt. And if, if I had the same team I had five years or 10 years ago during the pandemic, I don't know what would have happened. But this team okay. is amazing. And I'm probably a different manager now because I, I know that my management style has changed, right? What, and, sure. and with me, I think I've become more personal with folks yes more compassion what about you i can't believe you just said that because you know i'm i'm probably known if you were to ask people you know probably known as a driver right you know, it's like whatever it takes wit i was like right across my forehead <laughs> um but i've learned that and i have been compassionate during this process in fact we interviewed every single not did a survey we interviewed every single one of our employees personally for an hour and a half to figure out, you know, hey, how, what challenges is COVID presented for you? How are you dealing with your children? You know, all those things. And yes, I mean, I, I have become more compassionate. But I think at the end of the day, God created leadership because you have to lead. Right. And at the when I think about, you know, what the challenges are for the next five years, it's how do you innovate around this notion of being highly efficient and at home, improving people's lifestyle and the quality of their life while balancing that with being effective at work too. 
because it's just like anything else. It's not all or nothing. You know, you can't just say, well, okay, I I just want to work at home. I don't want to, I don't want to invest time in the commute. But if you're vested in the success of an entity, correct, like a corporation, you know, that it it takes meeting in the middle. Yeah, I had, uh, you know, one guy move from St. George, Utah, where first he was from Phoenix, they went to St. George. And now he's like, as he said, he has almost a ranch in South Dakota where he had yes. showed me uh, a picture of two and a half feet of snow the other day. I mean, <laughs> the other day, two and a half feet uh, of snow. Uh, oh, my God. I'm like, I'm not ready for that. Either. I'm like, dude. And he's like, yeah. you know, maybe I'll get a little condo in Phoenix. But, you know, it is a learning process. It is trying to figure out how do you keep moving that company forward? How do you keep driving it? How do you have people take ownership of various projects and so that they are vested in that success? And that's a huge question we're going to answer coming up. So stay right where you are. And so when you look at your company, how many how many leaders underneath you do you think that 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 you are mentoring at this time? It's interesting you ask that question. I mean, I mentor every single one of our employees. Do you? Good. That's great. Every single one. Because people are the business. You are who you hire. You are who your people are. As a company, I know you've learned this, Kim, because it's just absolutely as leader, you, you come to realize you are who your people are. Corporations are people. They're not stuff or things. So I spend an inordinate amount of time mentoring and I spend an inordinate inordinate amount of time hiring because you are who you hire. But I I do believe that with respect to people, what poses the greatest challenge is velocity. You know, our company grew 80 percent last year. Wow, that's huge. So 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 how do you get and thank you to our customers for that? But how do you how do you grow people 80 percent year on year? It's physics. If you want people, give people a great opportunity and the opportunity for advancement and income accretion and, you know, title accretion. You know, how do you how does that actually happen? You have to as a CEO, you have to deal with that. You, you can't you have to take that from being an esoteric concept to being a actual day to day execution concept. So you grew 80 percent. Last year, you said, wow, that's amazing. Congratulations. Uh, um, And the company is now, what, 11 years old? Is that right? 10 years old? Okay, 10 years. Really, uh, in terms of in market, 10 years. So at what point, because I can tell you when I was starting my business, and my business is now almost 25 years old. I have no debt, no investors. And I can tell you about year two, I sat there and said, I I don't know if we're going to make it. You know, I'm not, I'm not. Did you really yeah, say that? I, you really yeah, I that? just, I mean, I'm, you yeah. know, I'm busting my ass and, you know, I'm, I'm the host. I'm, I was actually the seller. Uh, I was selling the radio stations. I was changing the light bulbs. Oh, I mean. Of course you were. You know, everything like that. And was there at a point where you thought when you guys were starting out, like, you know, I'm, I'm not sure about this. Kim, your intuition's amazing. Yeah, how about before we even introduce the product into the market? <laughs> I mean, we did we did a focus group. 
actually we did multiple focus groups downtown austin which is where we're based with physicians and consumers we had three consumer focus groups two physician focus groups consisting of about 12 to 15 people in each one i'll never forget this because it was a defining moment i walked out on the street it was probably 10 30 at night last focus group i was like man what are we doing i mean this isn't gonna fly because no not a single person in the consumer groups and not a single person in the physician group. No, really? No. The physician (laughs) groups had ever heard of this molecule that had been awarded a Nobel Prize. No, really? Had ever heard of it. I was like, oh my God, this is going to be like pushing 20 boulders up the hill. So I, I, I honestly just said at that moment, that was a defining moment. It was like, should I should I really do this or should I just like kick out right now and decided that the mission was too important. It was too important. You're talking about the health of Americans or help of people globally, right? We're, we're about a force for good for the human body. It's like, can you really like kick out on that or truncate that? No. So we did it. We leaned in. I'm so glad we did it. You know, I'm just so glad. At this point, we've reached a mass or a scale that this is actually fun for me. Oh, good. But I have to tell you, I mean, the first, to your point you made earlier, I mean, the first couple of years, no. It, it, it really wasn't that much fun, but it was just so mission-focused, we did it anyway. And then what was the, what was the pivoting moment where you said, you said to your family and your people around you, like, you know... I think we're onto something here. I think this is really going to be uh, my legacy. This is going to be something that that I'm going to look back and go, "Wow, you know what? I did change the world here." The first, uh, the very first trade show that we went to for physicians, and yes, physicians do go to trade shows, <laughs> um, and they were like blown out. Right? We had developed, and by the way, that you remember that little micro story that I just told you about the focus groups. Well, the outcome of that was I delayed the launch of the product for a year while we developed a diagnostic. So we have this, and I know you know this, but we have it for your listeners. We have developed this diagnostic test strip where you can just put your saliva on and it'll tell you whether what we're telling you is true, that your nitric oxide level, nitric oxide is the most critical molecule in the cardiovascular system. That's undebatable. The problem, the wicked health problem is that it declines late 30s, early 40s. It starts to decline. By the time you get to 50, 60, you have none. That's why cardiovascular disease develops in, later in life. So it was that decision, right, that really defined the company. So when you look at the, the, this diagnostic test strip, when we showed that or demonstrated the efficacy of our product with that test script before and after taking our product, that's when it was like, this is going to work because physicians got very passionate about what we were doing. So you mentioned nitrous oxide and I'm not a medical professional, but is that the same thing as like if somebody's having a heart attack, they give them nitroglycerin? Is that 
That's right. Is it? That's where it's incepted from. But it's not nitrous oxide because that's laughing gas. Oh, okay. (laughs) By the way, that's been one of the things that's been most challenging about this. It's nitric. Nitric. N-I-C. Okay. R-I-C. It's nitric oxide. So, you know, education of the consumer has has been our mantra. You know, that's what we've had to learn how to do. We've had to invest a lot of money and a lot of capital and in teaching the market. But, you know, when I said we had an 80% growth rate last year, it's because I think we've kind of reached that tipping point where people are starting to really understand the message. Well, I'll tell you, I um, I have a, a, a house in Phoenix and I have a couple of homes in California. And I have one in Santa Barbara where I'm a member, yes, of the Santa Barbara Yacht Club. I mean, why not, right? <laughs> I mean, and uh, a friend of mine there, his name's uh, David, he is a former uh, fire chief. So, you know, a fire chief is fit. I mean, this guy, when you look at him, I mean, he's 60, but if you, if he didn't have his, if he had his sunglasses on, you'd swear he was in his 30s. I mean, just super buff. So I start talking to him a little bit and, uh, and he, I said, so what's new? He says, well, I just got a stent put in. I'm like, a, no, I'm like, no, a stent. You? I mean, and he's like, yeah. And then I had to have another one put in. And so, bottom line, he has four stents. And but this is the guy that you would never expect to have any type of cardiovascular issue. Um. So I told him. Well, heredity, heredity yes, is a power. Exactly, his father. That's where he got it. And so yeah. we were just talking, and and he said, you know, so so what do you what do you take? I said, you know, I said it's going to sound really crazy. I said, but you know, I I've, I've been taking soup, these things super beats for I don't know, probably yeah. five, six, seven years, maybe since the first time that you and I met in Vegas all yes. those years ago. Yes. Yes. And I take nothing. By the way, well, I well, I so other than other than our exactly. products, I, I don't take anything. I don't have it. You know, whenever I I don't go to the doctor that often, but when I do, you know, it's like, what, you know, you have to fill out that yes. form, and I say none. And every single time they go, come on, yeah, right. I mean, you're sixty-five. You take none. I none. Say, no, I take none. Nothing. Which is a testament to not just your health, healthy lifestyle today, but it's really a whole lifetime, really. I mean, of that, that and our products. I mean, I, like I alluded to, I didn't feel so good at, you know, early fifties. It was like, what happened today? I feel like I'm 30. I really do. In fact, it's the stunner every, I don't even look, I, 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 in fact, I'll, I'll disclose something that I probably shouldn't. I don't even look in the mirror anymore. It's like, <laughs> I don't want to. I don't want to because I don't want to see the gray. You know, I just don't want to see the gray hair and the gray beard. But I, I feel great. You know, I have five sons. Uh, three of them are college athletes. Another Army Ranger. I kick their butt. That's wonderful. I'm happy to hear I that. I <laughs> kick their butt. Which is awesome. And they can't believe it. You know, they can't believe it. They can't believe it. But... It's about, you know, I've, I've restored my nitric oxide level and I've kept it. It's the most critical. Listen, it wasn't me that said it. It was the 
president of the, car, of the uh, American Heart Association, who said that the discovery of this molecule was the greatest discovery in the history of cardiovascular health. If I, if I could just get people to hear that and understand that, then my mission would be complete. And it's so important to have a strong mission. Don't forget that. I know I have some business leaders listening. You always need to have that core goal that carries you through the thick and thin. Me, I'm like a dog on a bone. Once I have a goal, just get out of my way. I'm going for it. Coming up, we're going to talk about your body and some of the science and tech about this little tiny gummy that actually tastes really good and it makes a difference in your life. Okay, earlier, Joel said his mission is to get people to understand that nitric oxide is the greatest discovery in the history of cardiovascular health. Wow, that's a big thing, right? I challenge you to come up with your own mission. Even if you don't own a business or plan on starting your own company, having something in your life that you love, that you want to do, your passion that drives you forward can make a world of difference every single day, especially when things get tough. And there are those times when people just don't believe in you. They don't believe in what you're trying to accomplish. They want to knock you down because you are going to break the mold. I remember when I first wanted to do the Kim Commando show. All right. You may have heard me tell a story. The top dog, the big guy at CBS, his name was Frank, but I'm not going to tell you his last name. But he actually told me that a show about technology and the Internet would never work. Why? Because the Internet was a fad. He actually said that. It would never amount to anything. And then the executive guy at ABC, whose name was also Frank, he told me that a show for geeks and freaks would never be mainstream media. So they both passed. So I had no choice but to do my own thing. And there were some rough times. I mean, geez, I remember the first couple of years, like just money was just going out, going out, going out. Everything was red. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, is this ever going to make money? Are we ever going to be able to pay our own bills? Well, you know what? We did. And I'm proud to say that I started my company and we have no debt and we have no investors. So you have all kinds of different products now. I noticed. It was over at the website, you know, prior to this interview, you have... Now it's just for, you have health, there's, uh, you're using grapeseed, there's memory, there's focus. Um, yes. But the foundation comes back to the beats, right? Circulation. The circulation. It comes okay. back to circulation. Yeah. You know, when you think about it, like this, this cardiovascular, right? If your entire body, the organs in your body represent the function of your body, which represents the performance of your body. Well, the one thing other than your nervous system, but the one thing that connects all those organs and feeds those organs is what? It's your cardiovascular system or your circulation system. Oxygen, nutrients, all the things that are needed to get the body to perform. You know what? It's not just professional athletes that are interested, and we have plenty of them, that are interested in performance. It's everybody. Are you interested in performance? You want to perform in your job and in your life, don't you, Kim? Of course you do. So if there was any message that I could deliver to your listening audience, it would be, look, you don't have to give up because you're getting older. Stay in the game, you know, be, but be a student of the game and being a student of the game means you're a student of the body. And if you're a student of the body, cardiovascular system is the one thing that links all of these functional organs in your body together. 
You know, and that's a good point because some people, they'll get older and you've heard them say, they're like, well, you know, I used to be able to do that. Can't do that anymore. Oh my yeah. God. I've heard yeah. that. It's like, you know, the saddest story, Kim, I've ever heard was actually in a, uh, in a, in this topic was in a uh, focus group that we did a couple of years ago where this guy said that he actually lied to his daughter um, about being busy for the weekend because the new son-in-law had asked him to come over to the house and help them build a fence. And he said that he couldn't do it. Wow. He was 63 years old. He had no energy, no stamina, and he couldn't do it. That, that's a really sad state of affairs at 63 is that you can't live your life. It is. It is. Especially, I mean, I'm looking at you. You say you're 65, but if you didn't tell me you were 65, I would have said hmm, 45. 46. Kim, I'm sorry. I didn't hear what you said there. We had a little interference. But Kim, I I would say the same about you. Well, you're sweet. I'm looking right at you. It's like, wow, I don't know how old you are. I don't. I'm not 29 anymore. (laughs) Okay. But you could pass. You could pass for your mid-30s. And I think at the the end of the day, we got one. We got one body. We got one life. Don't you want to perform... You want to perform in every aspect of your life. And I think I'm sorry, but as you get older in today's world, you have to understand what's going to deliver the best life experience. Yeah. And, you know, and I was hiking up Benedict Canyon with my son uh, last week and, you know, and I kick his butt, by the way, and he's 20. I love it. (laughs) I love it. He's yes. 20 and you yeah. kick his butt. Yes. Um, yes. And, uh, and when, when he was growing up, he'd say something to me. And, and now it's a joke, but he'd be like, you know, I, why can't I have a mother who just wants to sit on the couch? Why couldn't I have a mother who just, well, I mean, why do we have to do things? Why do I have to go climb Machu Picchu? Why do I do this? Why do I, like, well, you know. Kim, we're here. I can't believe you said that because my guys say the same thing. It's like, and, and I have, I told you I had college athletes for kids, but they're like, why can't he, they say to their mom, Hey, why can't dad just go chill for, a, <laughs> for an easy paddle, you know, paddleboard. The reason I don't come over is just, the guy wants to do 15 miles <laughs> and he wants to do it in like three hours. I mean, what is this about? So hey, we, we just, I love that. I love hearing that story. From well, you. you're not an observer of life. You know, you're, no. you're an active participant. You know what? That's probably the best characterization that I've ever heard. You want to be a life observer or you want to be a life. Leader. Right. Exactly. I, I'll take live the life, man live the life every moment, every day. So, so talking about the company, you said 80% growth. What is the top seller? The top seller today has been the Super Beats Heart Chews product. Um, that wasn't true a couple of years ago, but, you know, let's face it. We're Americans. We want convenience. We want portability. So previous to that, it was the Super Beats nitric oxide right. powder but drink, you know, some people, you know, people want fast. It takes work. If there's anything that's changed, if there's anything that's changed about our lifestyle, wouldn't you agree that it's philosophy? Right. Yes. And what's nice about the Super Beats shoes, I mean, I have a bag on my desk. Yeah. 
you just take, you just pop two in your mouth, bingo, bango, you're good to go. And, you know, I don't, I don't drink coffee. I don't drink tea. I just drink water all day. <laughs> That's it. And so there's, so there's no caffeine crash in the afternoon. You know, if I get hungry at three o'clock, I'll eat an apple. I mean, you know, and so it, it becomes, so, so your product becomes part of, of the overall lifestyle, but it, it does for me, I know that it did make a difference. And so when uh, Kip, who's our sales guy, called me and he said, you know, I got this Super Beats heart shoes. It's like, you know, years ago. And, he said, and, I, and so I screenshotted my Amazon.com where it was like, you've purchased okay. this product like 82 times in the last. <laughs> and I, I sent that, that over to him. I'm like, hey, no problem endorsing this. This is this is really fabulous. And so so what about the other products that you have now? You know, we have a lot of other products. Um, I would have to say we call them heroes, but, you know, our hero products are the products that focus on circulation and, and recently brain health, you know. But we've just had customers who say, hey, you know what? Your products work. Most of the products in this industry don't. So will you make this or will you do that or will you do this? So as we've expanded the products to turmeric, vitamin D, um, curcumin, you know, we, we, we're doing it really because our customers are asking us to do it. But we do it in our way. And our way is science-based and efficacy forward. If the product doesn't work, we aren't selling it. It's as simple as that. That's, that's, the, that's the mantra of the company. So is the R&D still happening there in Austin? Uh, yes, it is. Um, in fact, I'm so proud to say that uh, a year ago, we added to our science team. And by the way, we have our own scientists. We won our industry science award for a reason. But we added Nobel Prize winner for medicine to our science team. He actually is involved in the formulation of our products. And we'll be introducing a couple of products next year that he's at the forefront. You know, his knowledge and his uh, insights into the human body will, will manifest itself into new products. And so I want to go back to a question just when you describe this. So you have this, okay, this super smart guy. Let's just say that. Okay, off the charts. Yes. I mean, yeah. he's that guy yeah. when you look at him, there's major synapsing happening and you're like, you're trying yeah. to struggle to keep up yeah. with him. Okay. Yeah. How do you make Steve Jobs of, of the food, okay. functional okay. food. And, okay. Right. So, okay. So put it in your vernacular. All right. So you got him. Okay. All right. How do you mentor somebody like that? Oh, I don't. Oh, you don't? Okay. All right. Okay. Oh, uh, no, no, no. No, I, I, I collaborate with him. So you know what? You caught me. I, I mentor every single one of our employees except him. But, you know, now that I think about it, though, I do. I do because he's science. Right. You know, and sometimes science can get over its ski out over its ski. So it's balancing his equation to, to comprehend what the real mission is and what we're doing has to meet the requirements of our customers and customers first. So when you put your head down at the pillow at night, good feeling, changing the world, excited to get up and do it again the next day. 
I know you're in I know you're in tech and you are every bit as much a member of the tech community as I was. I feel better than I've ever felt. It's awesome. You know, it's just I won't say that sales don't matter. I don't make any apologies for that. But I to be able to put your head down on the pillow at night and know, you know, what actually what cycles through my head every night before I go to bed are the letters and Facebook posts and emails that I got from customers that said you changed my life or you saved my husband's life or you you made my life better. That's pretty cool, wouldn't you say? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's it's the thing that drives me. I mean, uh, I mean, I, I I really think that at the risk of not sounding humble, that I've been able to do what I want to do because I'm passionate about the mission and the money came along with it. Yep. Uh, well and said. if and you have you you have changed the world. I mean, I don't think there's any question about that. I listened to your show long before I ever knew you. And even though I was a member of the tech industry, it helped. It was accretive to my life. It helped me. Oh, well, that's sweet. So good well, for you. That's sweet. It's, you know, it, it is my passion and I love what I do. And people ask me and they probably ask you, like, why are you still doing this when you don't need to do this and you can go get a house and live in a hut in Bora Bora or wherever you want to go. But sure. I still enjoy helping people. I still enjoy doing what I do, which is exactly what you're doing. And, and congratulations um, on everything that you've created. Um, and you. if you are listening, I mean, you should try the product out. I mean, you know, head over to kimsbeats.com. And this is the part where I do a shameless self-promotion, by the way, <laughs> is that <laughs> you go to kimsbeats.com, you buy two bags, you get the third bag free. And uh, you can buy them on Amazon, but you're not going to get that deal. And you're probably better off. And I love that you have this, Joel, uh, the subscription-based model, you know? So yeah. this way, you don't even have to think about it. You don't have to think, oh, I'm going to run out or whatever it may be. And so if somebody's just trying out the product, you think the first product, Joel, is the Super Beats? I mean, they're brand new. I would, I would, I would definitely try Super Beats powder in tandem with the Super Beats hard Okay, juice. perfect. And so, again, that address is kimsbeats.com. Um, Joel, thanks for being here, sharing your story and what makes you who you are and what drives the business. And um, it was it was fun. And Kim, just thank you for being you. You know, you you really have been you're an icon. And this has been so much fun for me being on your show today. So have a great day. Thank you, Joel. You got it. It's always great to get insight from someone who has tried something new, has broken the mold. Joel is just one of the many folks who decided to switch their careers. He wanted to pursue his own personal mission. And so I would encourage you, it's never too late to chase your dream, your job, whatever it may be. You might end up like Whoopi Goldberg. Hey, did you know that she used to work as a funeral homes makeup artist? Now, of course, she's famous. Even Charles Darwin. He was a carpenter before he changed history. Anyway, thanks so much for listening. Thanks to Joel for joining us here and telling us more about Human End. And thank you to all the audio pros at Star. I'm talking about JT and Jeremy and Danielle. 
and Serena, who helped pull all these podcasts together. And I'm Kim Commando. Hey, don't forget, rate, review, you know, follow, subscribe. You know the whole drill. Just do it. And while I have your attention, you must be really desperate for listening because you've made it this far, is that I'd like you to subscribe to The Current Newsletter. Head over to thecurrentnewsletter.com, sign up, see a sample, thecurrentnewsletter.com. And thanks for listening. Thank you.